The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here it is, a Thursday at high noon here inside the SWBC podcast studio at the beautiful Star in Frisco on a beautiful day for football and to have football players out on a football field getting set for the Washington Commanders. 325 Dallas time on Sunday. Carpe Omnia sees everything. Hmm. The (laughs) NFC East is there for the taking. You're taking Latin now? That's the team slogan, Everson. It's still Latin. Where have you been? <laughs> it's still Latin. They That's presented that at the beginning we've of the forgotten season. It's on every T-shirt. Been in, been in second place. I, that I have not seen, Chris. On every T-shirt, is it? Every oh, T-shirt. Have, I did t-shirt. not know that. There, did not know that. Wow. Got sweatshirts that. Here I we thought gone. everything was Most here we go. all the season. I thought everything was no, here that we was go. what we were trying to get <laughs> going. <laughs> and, you know, Didn't work. That's going to happen for the postseason. I say it around the house all the time, me and my daughter. I I just figured out. What do you I, say? I, here, here we, we go. go. And then my dog goes, I've trained. Go. I've trained my dog. <laughs> right. When I, say, when I say here we go, it means time to go in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's what I thought was on every t-shirt. Does he bark it? Huh? That Does is he, on he barks every t-shirt it? right no, now. No, no, I yeah. say it, and he responds. It's like time to go. Let's go. What's your dog's name? Uh, well, we inherited. It's Coco. Coco. Oh, that's okay. Coco. It's a girl. Here we go, Coco. It's a girl. Boy. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Kind of a feminine name for a dog. We we inherited Boy, after. You know, I had a beagle named Romo. He passed away <laughs> right before the season. He he did. This year, Romo died. Yeah, Romo, Bo and Romo, two beagles, and they and Romo. When did Romo die? He it was this summer. Oh okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you did talk about him last year. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I, mean, I used to see about Bo and Romo on the this, live stream. This is how Talk old. about them during Coco. I mean, COVID, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> during COVID, right? Because he always had to go out of the room and take care. Oh, of Oh yeah, because they'd be barking during. Be barking. Our, we were doing our uh, zooms in or whatever you so, call. So Bill, them. you need another up. beagle named Dak now, correct? Uh, well, and that shows how old Bo and Romo. Well, Bo's still alive, barely. <laughs> my dog, but, my dog's name is is Marley. And I thought it was after the movie Marley, uh-huh. and my son named it. But he said no, after Bob Marley. Oh, that, that's oh, good. Interesting. That's, that's great. Good. I love that. Mm-hmm. Bo and Romo were born in 2007, and so 16. Or Bo just turned 16, and Romo didn't make it to 16. Mm. We had one named Dantley, Adrian Dantley. AD. He, he he. We got him the year he was supposed to come to the Mavericks, and he didn't sh- remember. He didn't show up for the trade, or he didn't want to come. So we said we'll have the only Dantley in town. And then I think <laughs> he, good. he showed up. Uh, so he changed his ride. name to Aguirre. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We all right. Dog right talk to the time. All right, and uh, we have we football players lots. on a football field, and we've got football officials on a football field too. I was just thinking when I saw the officials out there you know mickey you need to someday do a story have be dressed up in an officials uh and go out there and go out there and work <laughs> a practice and just see exactly how hard it is to identify a tackle eligible i'm gonna go out there in a uniform one well day. 
They just want. They may need you. They're, they're, <laughs> where they're adding players to the practice squad, I figure Everson may show up. I'm on just going to go, go out there. I didn't say practice. Oh, okay. Just go out there. Yeah. Twelve thousand dollars though for a week. Yeah, they let me just stand. I'll well, is it twelve thousand for a week? That's what it's moved up. Speaking. To. Speaking of the practice squad, the two latest additions. Lyle Collins and Damian Wilson. It's official now. It is official. They, they were, Mike McCarthy addressed it at last today I, in the press conference. I, uh, there was some negotiating going on apparently with Lyle Collins. No, they had to oh, figure sorry. out how they were who they were going to cut, and they wanted to pay the practice squad guys. Oh, that's nice. Because they've been here yeah. almost you know all this time, and to drop them the last week. Um, so McCarthy, so, yeah, he he has a hard time doing that. I saw. I think uh, do they get paid by the practice? Like if those were at the if the ones who were let go today were at practice yesterday, does that count for a full week? That's why they waited. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. nice. Uh, look like happy Lel, for Adam Panky. Lel mm-hmm. Collins, uh, <laughs> Panky Panky, Panky Panky, right? <laughs> See, we didn't even know he was on the darn practice squad till yesterday. Yeah, it took us you, a while to figure this that up. one out. I know. This is on you, right? See, and they let the other guy go, Bill, uh, Billy Johnson, right? Tyron Billy. No Johnson. No relation to white shoes. The speedy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely no. Yeah. He would have been on uh, Micah Parsons' four by one hundred relay team. Billy White Shoes Johnson would for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Billy Johnson. Yeah, that's also. What, yeah. Um, I saw. I believe it was Lael. I think he had number seventy-two on when he walked out, and uh, he looked. I mean, physically, mm-hmm. he looked like looked like he stayed in some shape. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yes. or got himself. In Lyle shape. is yes. Lyle Collins seventy-two, and then Damian Wilson is forty-five. Mm. Now he looked bigger, but then last time I saw him was. Four years ago, maybe go. something mm-hmm. like that. Damien did. Damien, yeah. Um, but uh, they're going to practice today. McCarthy ta- and, and the two guys, so it's basically Wilson and, and Collins, uh, and then s- kind of see where they're at mm-hmm. uh, from a you know language or whatever. You know, I think Lale probably has that down. Uh, I asked Mike about. Uh, you mean terminology? Yeah, terminology. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I asked him about. Translate for us, Everson. Ramp up. Ramp up. Football talk. See, he knew what I was talking about. <laughs> how long the ramp up would be, and he said, "We'll we'll see after they practice today." So they'll have a better idea of maybe how much practice those guys need since Lale hadn't had a football practice since last January. Lale mm. Collins does not want to get his number 71 from Chuma Idoga. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that you want to step in this late in the season okay. and big time them, right, and say, well, I got more experience than you do. <laughs> well, they used to offer things. But that was at the beginning like, of the year, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, they like – when they first got here in the yeah. do you remember do you remember the uh, 89 was it 89 it was 89 uh-huh. uh, when Steve Walsh got here mm-hmm. what happened um, so Mike Saxon was the punter and he had number four mm-hmm. and Steve Walsh who's going to be the backup quarterback uh, had number four at Miami mm-hmm. and so there was some negotiations yeah. going on and Saxon uh, when somebody asked Saxon about it, and he said, well, yeah, we'll see how much the rookie has, meaning mm-hmm. money, right? So somebody mentioned it to Jimmy as we were walking, you know, the long walk off the practice field mm-hmm. in Thousand Oaks, 
and uh, Saxon had screwed up a punt that practice, right? And, and somebody asked Jimmy, he said, well, what do you think about Saxon wanting money from Steve Walsh uh, for, his, uh, for his number? And Jimmy goes, well, he better worry about punting or he won't have a number. <laughs> So, and, and you never heard from Saxon again. Well, well he, as, he remained words. there for as at least his the words. Yeah, yeah. He words. stayed with the Cowboys through the 92 mm, season. Yeah. Well, no, but Bowl, he never well. talked again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, exactly. That was hard for Saxon <laughs> right. not to talk. <laughs> not around Jimmy. He yeah. would not talk again. Yeah. yeah. So, Saxon had some ever Speaking of, yes. do we ever talk about, uh, I would like to know, do you think we have the best two kickers Yes, in the NFL, from from a from a statistical standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, and and effectiveness. You know what Everson just did? He just teed up the Pro Bowl team. (laughs) Yeah, he did. did Our seven Pro Bowl Uh guys. Okay, all right. Let's let's do it. Let's go through it. I did that on purpose. Yeah. Let me me pull this up. Everson, did you know the Pro Bowl team was announced last night? I did. Sure. <laughs> Just teed it up, right? and, and two that. special teamers are Pro Bowlers. Hey, Spags, help me with the whole uh, All right. Sacks story. Go ahead. Here mm-hmm. are 2023 Dallas Cowboys Pro Bowl players: Zach Martin, Ceedee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Dak Prescott, Brian Anger, Brandon Aubrey, and Deron Bland. Wow. Okay. Seven. No D Law. No D Law. Yeah. You got to get more sacks. You got to You got to stop more short yardage on the goal line, or get yeah. away with tripping somebody. <laughs> right, because Hutch, so. Hutchinson made it. Yeah. By the way. Um, so, you asked about anger. Mm-hmm. He leads the league with a forty-four point nine net average, and if he keeps it at that this game, he'll reset his Cowboys franchise record. When you say net, how, how important is that? Average against return. That's right. Yeah. That's the that's that's huge. You can kick longer. Right. But it's his his effectiveness that's important. And he he is his uh his uh, just uh, gross average uh is second at fifty one point four. So his punts average fifty one. They don't 4. they don't return. So they're not returning. They're and not the guy returning. who's first is a Tennessee punter, I think. Stonehouse? Stonehouse, yes. See, he's got farther to punt every <laughs> time he punts. So he they, can, their they offense they doesn't drive. move they the ball, drive, right? so he's punting from his own end of the field. <laughs> and so there's always room there's, to there's return. more room. Right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. more, and more room to kick it. So. Yeah. And he's no, that, got, I just love – go ahead. And sorry, I was going to say, and he has ten touchbacks. Anger only has two. That's the other you know, thing. I, I, that's mm. one thing I see. When we, when we are unsuccessful on a drive – we go one, two, three out, and he saves us. He he turns the field. He over. turns the field position. Yeah, it's amazing to me. And that comfort zone there for the defense, it kind of gives you a chance to go. Okay, well, we screwed up offensively, and you know we realize the consequences of that in certain times of the game. He kicks us out of consequences. Nothing will help your net punting more than not kick it into the end zone. Yeah. Because he just yeah. subtracted 20 no yards off no that doubt. punt. No doubt. And, and, and I think that goes to show you that uh, probably the voters uh, from the players and coaching staff, they looked at the stats. They got to see it. And they saw it. They, they right? gotta, if they watched the game, they'd be I mean, that's, pr- that's pretty impressive. It is. And he's only kicked uh, two out of bounds also. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. No shanking. 24 
returns out of 44 kicks. So the coverage team helps out, too. Oh, no doubt. Right? Big Sam. Big Sam. Big Sam. As long as he doesn't run into somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do they take uh, penalty yardage off the net? I'm joking. Uh, I don't see that on here. (laughs) Like if you interfere with the punt returner. Speaking of uh, votes from coaches and players, we also have another player that we want to highlight today, Jordan Lewis. He's been named the Ed Block Courage Award winner, which is incredible. Nominee for the Cowboys. Yes, nominee for the Cowboys. So uh, all 32 teams will have um, a nominee for this, and Jordan's well-deserving. I wonder if that... The block, it's all about coming back, right? Coming back from an injury. The yeah. courage so, I mean, award. He's got to come back and play well. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not just that he came back from something maybe horrific or whatever. He come back. He's, he's playing well. He's playing extremely well. Especially the last few. You know, the last few weeks between Jordan Lewis and Donovan Wilson, I think Donovan Wilson kind of got back to yes, where he, he was before yes, his uh, injury. He was getting roasted in this room. I know that much. But, and by yours truly. And now he's making tackles <laughs> like he was making tackles. Exactly. He's making plays. He's in position much yeah. better. He's that was not, a hell of an interception, by the way. He's, he's, he's not reacting. Yeah. And that's what I like about his play. All of our secondary was reacting and it had a lot to do with the fact that they were physically outmatched by a lot of, you know, I think the, maybe the only other player that somewhat slighted, I thought Tyler Smith had a really, really good season, but they weren't going to vote the Cowboys two of the three guards on the on the Pro Bowl team. Right. And by the way, for Zach Martin, it's now his ninth Pro Bowl, and uh, that ties him with the great Randy White, Number five all-time for the Cowboys with nine Pro Bowl selections. One behind Larry Allen, who's got t- who had ten in his career. What about Rayfield Wright? Rayfield didn't. I, don't I think the, he only had. I think he only had six. Wow. And, and the only reason I think I remember that is Nate Newton had six. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to say, you know, everybody just thinks Nate was this kind of gregarious guy. Right, just going around making jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six Pro Bowls. Six Pro Bowls. Waiting for the text message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he's not just from Frisco. Yeah, you know, Nate and Frisco, I think his favorite player was the six-time Pro Bowler, Nate Newton. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I believe uh, I believe you could be correct. Yeah, you know, once upon a time, you. once upon a time, I used to be able to pick up a media guide and immediately find where the Pro Bowl players are. Help them out. And now we'll I'm take your word for because, that. Because we'll I go online instead of actually picking up the media guide and doing it, it takes me a little longer to do it. I used to All know, time every, Pro I used Bowl know, selections. I used to know every uh, phone call phone number by heart. Until self right now, you don't know your own phone number. That's right. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Bob Lilly had eleven in his career. Jason Witten eleven Pro Bowl selections. That's tied for the tops in the Cowboys history. Larry Allen and Mel Renfro with ten each. And now Zach Martin joins Randy White, tied for fifth with nine apiece. Emmett Smith and Tyron Smith with eight apiece. DeMarcus Ware with seven, Troy Aikman with six, as well as Cliff Harris, Chuck Halley, Nate in Frisco, mm-hmm. John Nyland, Don Perkins, Roger Staubach, and Rayfield Wright. 
So there's your six and above Pro Bowlers. Nice. So. So Dak Prescott's the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. To Purdy. To Purdy. What do you think about that? Well, they're talking MVP race, and most people have Brock Purdy ahead of Dak on that. So they got Lamar ahead of everyone. I would think so. Mm-hmm. It's funny how quarterbacks that can add to their play by running the football are thought of more than just the guys throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Sort of what happened with the Heisman Trophy voting. I'm going <laughs> to go back again. that again. For the yeah, third know, time. That guy's good. I got to say, <laughs> the guy that you're talking about is good as well. Yes. Daniels is very good player. I mean, I can't say since Vince Young even, a guy that could run, be effective run, running and passing the ball the way he is. Right. And his, oh, my God, just to watch him run, he looks like a, a gazelle running around out there. And his passes are pretty good, uh, uh, Spags, so you can't, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, there's a clear difference in either one. I'd say he does both of them very well. So speaking of Dak, he's leading the league right now with 32 touchdown passes, mm-hmm. and this came up in the press conference that uh, if he keeps that league, he'll be the first Cowboy quarterback to lead the league in touchdown passes. I'll have to double-check that, but that's what was pointed out. And then Mike McCarthy piped in and said, yeah, but the biggest uh, stat that I look at is percentage of interceptions. Mm-hmm. And he's at 1.4. Um which is third in the league. Percentage, yeah. Third. And he said that um, to him, anytime it's 1.7 or less, that's having a really, really good season. Mm-hmm. Um, which, is, which was the goal coming into the season? So, believe it or not, but Kurt Cousins has thrown like more than 250 passes less. His interception percentage is 1.6. And Lamar Jackson is at 1.5. So those are the only. Hmm. Did we talk about the fact that the Cowboys only have one most valuable player in NFL history? Is that correct? I think we did talk about something like that. We did talk because Emmitt's the only one, right? For the season. For the season, of course. Uh, I think that is accurate. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. I don't. I don't know. It just seems like, I guess, because I'm a homer. Well, uh, well, think about it though. Landry didn't overly throw the football for the quarterbacks, right? Um, I mean, if you look at Staubach's numbers, Danny White's now. Danny White has some big seasons, um, but I think from a quarterback standpoint, that ward wasn't just going to quarterbacks back then the way it somewhat is right now. You mean like a running back, like a Tony Dorsett? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we, we can we can touch this in any different way to where I would say it's an un- unusual, you know, distinction. Walter Payton was probably getting in the way of Dorsett. I'm sure he was, and Riggins and all of those guys. Yeah. But, man, it's I'm sure Tony had 1981, maybe his best year. Well, uh, okay, Payton won it in 77. Which was 
Dorsett's rookie year. Rookie year. Mm-hmm. Of course. And he didn't, so. Tony didn't start until no, like, no, whatever. No. That was sort of like Everson. They didn't figure it out. They didn't so, figure it out so, for a while, yeah. so just going back <laughs> in Dorsett's. So smart, but he can't see it. <laughs> going back in Dorsett's heyday, okay, you had Peyton in 77, Bradshaw in 78, Earl Campbell in 79, Brian Sipe in 80, Ken Anderson, <laughs> kicker, kicker. From Washington, no less, in 1982, Mark Mosley. Wait, wait, who was 81? 81 was Ken Anderson. Over, Don, over Tony Dorsett. Uh-huh. Ken Anderson, the Bengals quarterback. Mosley, the kicker in, in 82. That was the shortened season, yeah. so yeah. no one had enough stats. I had, I had freaking seven picks in nine games that season. <laughs> Come on, man. Dorsett had 1,600 yards I was year. there. 81. And it was amazing. He was Michael Jordan. And I, he should have gotten it that year. But he only had four touchdowns. Hmm. He must have got it to the goal line <laughs> close because Springs, Springs had 10. Springs had 70-plus catches, I think. That was like know. Michael getting the ball to the goal line for Emmett to score the touchdown. <laughs> right. Right. So then uh, Theisman won it in 83, Marino in 84, Marcus Allen in 85, and Lawrence Taylor in 86. So now you, you go to the, uh, the Jimmy Johnson era. You would think that Troy or Emmett would win it. Unfortunately, and, and they judged it on passing yards mm-hmm. more so than anything and else. Emmett, uh, Uh-oh, here comes and Emmett is the only player in NFL history to win the MVP award and miss the first two games of the season. Yeah. I just made that up, but it's probably true. I'm pretty in sure that's true. Well, I think he, <laughs> he might have been the first to win both in the same year. He won everything that year. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Nate blocking, yeah, right? right. Yeah. Six-time Pro Bowler Nate Newton, <laughs> as a matter of fact. The one, and, from, the one from Frisco. And uh-huh. it is twelve yeah. twenty-two already. <laughs> wow, it is. Man, Man, we had so much fun talking NFL Pro Bowlers, Cowboys Pro Bowlers. Congratulations, guys. And we continue with more mix Shots in a moment. Back, back to mixed Shots. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. Mick Shots. Okay, post roofing and waterproofing. The official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys playoffs are on my mind, you guys. Mm. And Mickey and I were upstairs before the press conference chit chatting a little bit about the playoffs. So I have a question for you guys. Okay. If the Cowboys end up being the second seed and we have a home game at AT&T Stadium, who would you rather play? The Green Bay Packers or the Seattle Seahawks at home? Uh, I thought you were going to add another team in there. Um, and I know who I do not want to play. And <clears throat> it's the Packers and the Seahawks are not that team. The Rams are who I do not mm-hmm. want to play. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, Nate, I think, would have to lose to drop to the third wild card game, right? Which is. And San Francisco has nothing to play nothing for. And the Rams aren't playing their players either. Yeah. So it's a preseason game. Right. So they got Carson Okay, Blake's so throw all three of them in. Okay, yeah. So we'll throw in the Rams. And so the Rams are my team that I do not want to play. <coughs> Why? Because they're hot right now. They got a veteran quarterback. And they when the Cowboys beat them in October, they didn't have Kyron Williams, their running back. And it's just the Ram, the way you look at the Rams and what they've done the last six weeks or so, their I think their only loss was to the Ravens and it was on a punt return thirty seven thirty one. Um that's not a team I don't think anyone wants to play in the first round. I'm just going with my old philosophy of, you know, playing a team too many times in the season. I don't want to play Seattle again. Yeah, and we saw and we saw that movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it was forty-one thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. I don't, so I don't bring on Green Bay. Yeah, and Green Bay at eight and eight, they clinch a playoff berth. If it's very simple, all they have to do is win. Mm-hmm. They get Who are they playing? Beat the, the Bears. Bears. Mm. And the Bears are playing well. Yeah, I was going to say, well, we're division rivalry too. So Seattle, uh, Arizona. Seattle can clinch if they win and Green Bay loses. So Seattle's Seattle playing plays at Arizona. Kyler right? Murray. Yeah. yeah. And Kyler is 
He's he's a little thirsty right now. He's yeah. he just beat Philadelphia and mm-hmm. take he, care he of did. Seattle. You saw how he came out, and uh, then that was the old Kyler Murray right there. <laughs> that Saints, was you know? that really was. Yeah. The Saints are a little more complicated. They have to win, and they need a Seattle loss and a Green Bay loss. Wouldn't mind playing the Saints. No, I, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I'll take. I, I don't want to dismiss them, but I wouldn't. What be, I don't. Want, I wouldn't be as as nervous about. What that I game. don't want is if the Cowboys lose, and then they're the fifth seed, and if the Saints win the NFC. And Tampa, Tampa South, Bay has to lose to Carolina. Right. Then, then you have to go to, to New, Orleans. New Orleans. Man, I'd love that. Go see my friends. <laughs> it's all about everything. I, I was talking about cool, having man. to play in the Superdome. my travel right? plans for the playoffs. <laughs> Come on. I'm start looking up flights after this. So, what about you, Savannah? What do you think? I like Green Bay. Yeah. I think taking on Green Bay at home. You would like, okay. Would, would be good great. Good. Bring back Mike's old team. Mm-hmm. Pretty good story. Yeah, that's what I would That'd like. That'd be yeah. great, a great story. That would story. be a great story. Savannah. See, that's why it, need, it needs to be Green Bay Come in here, Mike's old team, and then Matthew Stafford and the Rams go yes. to the Lions. That one's got to happen. I guess Jared Goff, the former Rams. So what, what's the possibilities? That's a that's a that's possible. a likelihood, right? Because because likelihood. If the Rams win, Cowboys win. They're the, Detroit's the third seed, mm-hmm. and if the Rams win, they're the sixth seed. Sixth seed, and, and so they, they would play, play each other, other at Detroit. Hmm. I wonder if they'd put up more billboards for that one. Yeah, they would. Savannah. <laughs> oh, the billboards? So good. Did you guys enjoy that today? The oh, text? yeah. So tell us about it. Uh, on Sports Center, I believe. Yes, yeah, Sports Center, someone was posting pictures that in Detroit, in the city, someone is putting up billboards of Decker reported and <laughs> cross out 11 and 5 and put 12 uh, and 4. It's on billboards all over the city. So oh, they're well, not giving they're, up. They're a little upset up there in Detroit, obviously. I think it was Channel 4 picked up a TV station in Detroit. Some guy was going out on man on the street and interviewing fans that are pissed off about uh, that the darn Lions got screwed. Hey, let me tell you, they screwed themselves. Right. The coach screwed them himself. They're still not really. They can and Decker, talk all the trash Decker they is want. continuing to say <laughs> he, he reported. So, okay, if you reported, he didn't say it. And it, well, my, once again, okay, you, you got to mitigate your losses here. You, you, you see where all this chaos was going on. Just kick the damn extra point, man. <laughs> and then let's go into overtime. Did you have a flight to catch? You know, it wasn't chartered, was it? Didn't they have a, a private plane? Give me a break. <laughs> just make the play. Just kick the field goal, and your mom, you have momentum. You have all this confidence in your team. Right. Let's go. Especially after the after the penalty. After the penalty. After the second one. When, when you when Kick you're it. now doing it from you're trying from the seven well, yard. Come on, man. Kick this on the second one. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just that's on him. And once again, I believe. He knew better uh, once all the information came out, the accurate information. That's why he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't it want to talk about it. Uh, I don't conference. want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, I already showed my butt last last night, so I don't want to do it again today. <laughs> and I can't believe Skipper's trying to say he didn't report in. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, the guy doing, this? doing yeah. this as he's running on the field. Yeah. His arms flailing all over <laughs> yeah. the place. Well, you know what? Maybe he didn't do this, but he was trying to act as if he was doing exactly. this. Exactly. Right. You see? Right. So they're too Deception. cute for me. They're uh-huh. too cute for me. You're not that slick, man. They're, You're not that they're slick. They're deception. Bit them mm-hmm. in the they butt. Bit them in the butt. That's some stuff that we would do. That's why we know what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. We've shot ourselves in the foot in many games. All right, uh, Mickey's got a newspaper out over there. I know, man. No, that was all the the. He's got coffee. It's, stains. it's on the newspaper. He's got coffee stains. You know, uh-huh. old school I'm, stuff. I'm proud of it. It's been a long time since I've hey, seen he, one. Hey, he had it hot, way, ready to go. <laughs> I mean, was your your iPad still loading? Oh, come on, Bill. It's loaded. Shot taken. <laughs> so you've already found what you were going to look for in the newspaper? Yeah, I had the contingency plans for Seattle, Green Bay. I thought you were going to challenge me here on it. I've got it right here. Well, you took but all he, but he, he after I did it. <laughs> He's picking the subject. See, that's the problem. I would have to sign on to this thing, and it would take three times to sign in to get to that page of the morning news. So he gave up. You gave up on the laptop? Yeah. Okay. All right, we continue. I've got a question about the Washington Commanders when we come back, and it has to do with the quarterback of the Washington Commanders when we come back here on Mix Shots. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To mix shots. Demarcus Lawrence is the Dallas Cowboys nominee for the 2023 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Help tank raise funds for Dak Prescott's Faith Fight Finish Foundation by casting your vote on NFL.com slash man of the year or tweet your support using the hashtag WPMOY challenge. Voting ends on January 8th. Vote for tank. Okay, Cowboys, Commanders, mm-hmm. 3.25 Dallas time on Sunday. What is it as you face a Washington team that's lost seven straight games? They're sitting there at 4-12 and 12 in all likelihood. Ron Rivera is going to be let go starting next week and sounds like that's the tenor of things in Washington with new ownership and so forth. And for sure, if they beat the Cowboys, he'll be let go because that would screw them out of the second pick in the draft. So what are – if you're Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. how are what, are what are you emphasizing not only to your players but to your coaching staff – this week, what's the, what's the message to take care of business against Washington? What 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 like what one needs to be factor in the game? I mean, no. What is what is it that he needs to stress this week more than anything? Well, number one, don't take Washington for granted. Mm-hmm. We can start mm-hmm. there. Well, yesterday he said, "Expect the unexpected," and then today That's all right. said, "That's it." He told the team. We have a lot to play for, and he addressed them in mm-hmm. the team meeting with with that statement. That's what I say. Just be ready for anything. Ron you know? Rivera, Riverboat Ron. Yeah, it's his got last nothing game. to lose. It's right? his last game, and, and we talked about this yesterday. It's a lot of those guys' last game there. I was. You can't be paranoid about everything. It's only so much you can do on each play, and of course, you know the the more. Willy-nilly things gets on on the, the the commander side. The more they take themselves out of the game itself, there has to be some structure to what they're doing. But just play within the structure of the game and beat those guys. Beat the man in front of you. That's what you do because I think up and down the line we are better than them. We are better individuals than they are as players and a better team. He might make his punter inactive. <laughs> Just go for it every time. <laughs> that's, the best. that's one of the best weapons they have. <laughs> Their punter? Tress Way, the oh. former Oklahoma oh, Um All right, Bill, go ahead. All right, here's a little trivia question for you. So Ron Rivera has been there for four years. Okay. Who was the starting quarterback in his first game as Washington's head coach in 2020? Wentz? Wentz came the next year. Wentz, Wentz was the starting quarterback for the other team in the first wow. game. He was Philadelphia's starting quarterback. Hmm. It was a Washington win over Philadelphia, 27-17, first game of the 2020 season. 
and Washington's starting quarterback was actually their first-round draft pick the year before, 15th overall selection in the draft. 2020. Dwayne Haskins, the late Dwayne Haskins. That's right. That's right. Wow. So, I mean, if anything says more about – then think about Ron Rivera's career. When he was at Carolina as the head coach, he had Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. So, here he had a quarterback who was, for seven years, was king of the hill in the NFL, basically. Took Mm -hmm. and and got to the Super Bowl in 2015, whatever Mm -hmm. year it was. So, are you minimizing Sam Hall? Well, I'm just saying. No, I'm 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 maximizing maximizing the quarterback position. Yeah. So contrast that to Mike McCarthy taking over in 2020, and who was his quarterback? Dak. Stack Prescott, mm-hmm. and Dak is headed to his third Pro Bowl and in the MVP conversation in the league. It's so that position is so important mm-hmm. in this league. And Washington thought they had it figured out when they drafted Dwayne Haskins in the first round with 15th overall in 2019. They thought they had it figured out when they got RG3. Right. Well, and then, then they got Kirk Cousins in that same draft in the fourth round. Right. So he, you didn't think they were doing well with Carson? Wait a minute. But Carson was the next year. Yeah. Okay. 2021. 2021, Carson Wentz went to – and here's the deal. Washington has basically been – let me call them up here. They've basically been a 500 team outside of this year. They're 4-12. and 12. Well, that's because of defense. But uh, they were 7-9 and nine in 2020. And to your point, the defense, they were, they were second in the league in total yards given up defensively mm-hmm. that year. That was and a scary deal. 7-9. That was a scary deal. They uh, lost to Tampa Bay in wild card game. Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and then in 2021 they were seven and ten, and they fell to 25th in the league in uh, points allowed defense. Who was their quarterback then? It was Taylor Heineke for 16. Uh, he had 15 starts, and Garrett Gilbert and Ryan Fitzpatrick one start each. So Haskins was already gone just two years after. Um, he was drafted in the first round by Washington, and then in 2022. Last year, you had uh, they were back strong defensively, third in the league in total defense last year, but they were 24th in scoring offense last year. And their quarterback last year was Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. Uh, they split it. And then mm-hmm. Sam Howe got the last start of the year against the Cowboys. So when's the last time they won the NFC East? Well, let me 1983. Go to the- <laughs> no, because no, they won it in they won it in, they, they won it in 2012. Oh, Washington. Yes, they, they well no, they fin they wait a second. Twenty twelve. No. That's crazy. Hmm. That twenty twenty season. They were That's what I was gonna say. Twenty twenty. Yeah. They you won twenty twelve. No, but you said you went past it, and I was saying before that it was 2012. They wanted it in 2020, 2020 with a seven and nine record. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's when we were in the NFC Leagues. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. The, the COVID, the weird COVID. That's how year. we got mm-hmm. the rep. That's why we got that. Everybody that. had the losing record that year, right? Yeah. And everyone thought we were going to be like this for a while. And by the way, Haskins. But the Cowboys only missed by what one game? They yeah. went six and ten. Mm-hmm. And by the way, <laughs> here's what happened that year. Haskins started that opener. He went one and five as the starter. Alex Smith 
was a starter for six games and went five and one. Kyle Allen was mixed in there too for four starts. He went one and three. So, and then Alex Smith. That's the other thing. Alex Smith's injury. That's what I was going to bring uh, up earlier. Is a huge factor in why Ron Rivera is where he is now. That's correct. So, quarterback. Got to get that quarterback position right. If he can't do that, I remember Larry Lacewell telling me he goes, "I can." Probably coach around any position. I cannot fudge the quarterback position. You are who you are at the quarterback position. He said defensively, I come up with schemes and kind of cover up deficiencies on defense, on offense. You know, you can kind of coach around stuff. You can't coach around the quarterback. So, I as kind of relates... disagree with that. It's kind of hard to coach around the sorry ass secondary. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you can't coach around that. Yeah, yeah you just blitz all right, the time. Right, Yeah, they're going to get you eventually. I'm sorry. So, to your point on them needing to lose this game on yes. Sunday to have the second pick in the draft, there's your quarterback right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sam Howell is 20 touchdowns and 19 interceptions. So we're saying Sam Howell is playing for his job? Or a, a, a future backup job somewhere, right? Yeah, if you have those many That's turnovers, true. then, yeah, you're looking at a backup job. He also has been sacked 61 times. <laughs> Bryce, Bryce Young, 59 times. So, Well, if, if I, I remember correctly, the 61 that you mentioned, mm-hmm. when the Cowboys played him the first time, I think he was on pace for like 80. Mm. I think we did. I remember, remember us looking at that. That's what Rivera said in his press conference yesterday. We've only been sacked three times in the last three games. See so there? They're making great so progress. So just 19 more, and we'll hit that number, Mickey. Uh, before we go, move on. Uh, if you look at all the stats uh, for the quarterbacks, I think I noticed that Dak Prescott has been hit more than any other quarterback in the top ten as far as numbers are concerned. Like quarterback pressures or quarterback hits? Hits. 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 He took actual hits. You know what? Hits. I believe that. Yeah, that's true. I, I was looking at that this past week. Which is amazing if you look at his numbers, that they are what they are. That's under what I'm the saying. Pressure that should, that should add to his relevance in the MVP race. Agreed. Yeah. So he's taking hits and he's still hanging in there being as successful as he is with minimal turnovers. So that kind of proves uh, yesterday – uh, when I, I was talking to him, and I said, I don't have a number on this, but it seems like these last several games that teams have blitzed you more than previously. He goes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think they've realized the way to control the Cowboys' offense is to blitz the quarterback mm-hmm. and make sure he's uncomfortable. And we are, plus, it's easy because we're not running with the crap. Right. So that's an easy call. They've got call. nothing to lose, that's right? That's an easy call. They're coming for Dak They're every coming time. for Dak because that's what our strength is. Okay, so how, how big is this for Washington right now, the draft order? Okay, uh, Chicago has the first pick. It's Carolina's sealed. It's Carolina's pick. pick. Chicago owns it. So they've got the first pick for sure. And they got a decision to make on their quarterback, whether to Justin Fields or draft. Uh, what would you do? Uh, I think I'm thinking I go for one of these quarterbacks, whichever one is I deem the best, and then trade Justin Fields someplace and okay. get as much as you can for him. I'd keep him, or you can keep him. I'd keep him. I'd keep him and just surround him. You gotta get a better offensive line. 
I think. Oh, you keep them. You keep them in draft someone or, or pedal the first pick of the draft. Is what you're saying. You're not I saying would, draft a quarterback. I'm not. I'm saying don't draft a quarterback. Keep if Justin you're going Fields. to draft someone, then it's going to be someone that can help them offensively. That's yeah. what I would say. And they, preferably, I don't know what his left tackle is like. You know, preferably a tackle. You know, they need a wide receiver him. too. They got the one guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Moore? Yeah. But they need more. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they need more. They need. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's a cow bite for you there, Douglas. <laughs> so, so right now, Washington, New England, and Arizona are all tied with four wins and 12 losses. But Washington right now has the tiebreaker, as far as the draft goes, to have the second pick. So if Washington wins and New England and Arizona win, then you got the Giants, the Chargers, and Tennessee all with five wins. Who knows how far Washington falls? Drop down to almost ten. I mean, they could fall. I would think they could fall for sure. They could. They would fall to at least four, and maybe five or six. They they could fall all the way to seven. So who are the teams? Depending on tiebreaker, who are the teams behind Washington then? Yet New England, New England, Arizona, New Arizona doesn't need New England's playing the Jets. Arizona's playing Seattle. The Panthers, right? Got to be. What's that? I'm the trying Panthers. to figure out. Panthers have the first pick. But yeah, Panthers have the first. No, the Chicago away. has the first. But well, yeah, right. because of Chicago. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who needs a quarterback the most. Oh, okay. New England needs a quarterback. Arizona, Kyler's probably he's, now he's he's there. They paid back. Him. Yeah, they paid him. And Giants uh, with Daniel Jones and well, but they haven't. <laughs> but they could get out of that one. Ah, we paid him. Damn, we paid. Chargers him. have a quarterback in Herbert. <laughs> they fooled. Tennessee us. drafted one in the second round in Levis. They I'm, could. I'm looking for where the Bears could move down to if somebody wants the first pick in the draft to uh, take a quarterback mm-hmm. if they decide to keep fields. The Giants? Giants, for sure. They're Giants in the market. They're in the market. They're at five right now. Tennessee's in the market. They're at seven right now. So we're, we're, we're the Jets are in the Jets. market. The Jets are in the market. Um, That's Atlanta. The Jets are at eight. Atlanta's at nine. So and then Chicago picks again at ten. So the Bears have got some Vegas partners. Las there. Vegas is at eleven. So everybody they're needs a quarterback. That's why <laughs> they're there. Oh Minnesota's at twelve. They're in the market. New Orleans is at thirteen. They're in the market. Denver's at fourteen. They're in the market. Seattle's at fifteen. They're in the market. And then Cincinnati's at oh, sixteen. Seattle's got Drew Locke. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, literally, you can go down the first 15 teams in the draft. (laughs) Drew Locke. That's why they are where they are, right? The first 15 teams, you can make a case that 13 of them need quarterbacks. If you listen to some Cowboy fans, then we're in the the market, too. So, yeah, I'm not even thinking about it. And then Pittsburgh's at 18. They're in the market. Okay. Tampa Bay's at 20. They're in the market. Everybody needs a quarterback. So the Bears can get a haul for that first pick. Mm Mm-hmm. They they got a lot of people that will be coming to their doorstep. Yep. All right. That does it for this edition. Draft shots. A long time ago that day. We yeah. we've got a, a fight song Friday edition yeah. of mix shots staring at you tomorrow at high noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?